Where is Dan? He's never the slave. Mm. Hmm, what's this? A text from Dan? Let's see here. Sorry, I can't make it to record the Contender Esports ad. Don't worry. I got someone to fill in. Fill in? What What could that mean? Like he... Uh, come in. Uh, oh, I hey there, Sandy. Oh, hey, Percival. It's, it's Andy, by the way. Andy. Uh, did Dan send you to help me with this Contender Esports ad? Uh, who's a what? No! Dan sent me to help you with the Contender Esports ad. <laughs> You're hard of hearing now? That's part, that's part of who you are? I'm old. <laughs> Fine. Uh, just get on with it. Did he send you a script? No way, baby. Percival goes straight from the dome. I'm method like that. <sighs> that's, that's not what method means. Who cares? You know what? Just follow my lead. <clears throat> League of Legends, Overwatch, Counter-Strike, Madden, Rocket League. What's your game? Do what now? They have it all at Contender Esports, Springfield's newest and hottest esports gaming center, located next to St. George Donuts on National and Battlefield. What's that now? A calendar eSmurfs? <laughs> Contender Esports has over 50 gaming stations for PC, Xbox, PS4, and Nintendo with all the latest games. Love tournaments and winning cash and prizes? I, I was at a tournament once. The Santa Monica Dance Marathon of 1932. Dance until you drop. 1500 silver dollars I won doing the old Percival shuffle. Some lady went batty, shot her partner dead. Uh, love tournaments and winning cash and prizes? Contender Esports has you covered. Food? Well, actually, they do have food. Great music? Uh, yeah, absolutely, Percival. Well, then grab some friends and join Contender Esports seven days a week starting at 11 a.m. daily. Thanks to Contender Esports for sponsoring this episode of Spring Food Mo. Who's who what? Spring Food Mo! The first bakery ever mentioned in the Springfield newspaper was Hamburg Bakery at the intersection of Boonville and College, all the way back in 1886. Live to the hard drive. <laughs> to the oh, wow. hard drive. Yeah. Live to the hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You are listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about Springfield, Missouri. I nope. am Dan Howell. Uh-uh. Oh uh, yeah, not restaurants, restaurants and restaurants therein. I think we're slowly becoming the number one restaurant <laughs> about Springfield, Missouri, really. Uh, with me today is my co-host, Andy Carr. And I'm not resting. Wow. Actually, that I gotta say, I'm not resting figuratively until we've tried every restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. Sure. But dude, I gotta tell you, went to bed at about 10 p.m. last night, woke up at about seven today. Ooh. I never sleep that much, and it feels I feel so good. I feel amazing today. Wow. Yeah. I, I went to bed a much later than that last night, went out last night and uh went to a little karaoke party for a bunch of Sagittariuses, including uh last week's guests, Shay and Cat. Hey. Thanks for the invitation to that. <laughs> it wasn't was my Sagittarius birthday. Sorry, bro. I was busy sleeping anyway. <laughs> well, today we have a a bit of a stunt. Uh, we're, we're, we're truly stunting on the listeners, and I'm stunting on you, like my daddy. And more than we usually stunt on every other podcast <laughs> yes, in Springfield. Absolutely. Take that, pretending to be people. I'm so glad there was no footage of me doing those hand motions. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the, uh, who, who does that, Triple X? Sure. 
Triple H, excuse me. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Triple X, Vin Diesel <laughs> yes. from the uh, early 2000s movie that's a masterpiece. So, Andy, today we are actually awaiting our guests. Uh-huh. They're not late or anything, but you don't know who it is yet. That's a fact. We've got the mics running right now. Whenever they arrive, you're going to put a blindfold on. I'm going to bring them into the studio here in the 16th floor. I imagine they're in the elevator right now. They should be here anytime. <laughs> and boy, boy, am I excited for you to finally learn who it is. You've speculated that it's Jeremy Spinks. That was a guest only a guess only based on the restaurants that were given as options, one of which was Little Tokyo. And I do sure. remember the Scully's crew saying that they were interested in doing Little Tokyo, which... Eh, we might wind up doing that eventually. That would be pretty cool if Jeremy just <laughs> snuck in and <laughs> grabbed it from under their feet. Um, I was thinking it might be somebody from my family, but I don't think anybody in my family eats Japanese food, really. So that would have been weird. Maybe you threw those in as um, uh, red herrings. Hey, I there were no red herrings. I, I will tell you that. Those were the three spots that this person picked. They actually just sent me a message and said that they're running a few minutes late here. Which gives me time to do something I, I, re- I really wanted to this week, Andy. Okay. We've got a bit of a mystery box here. Uh-huh. Uh, last week, I brought a box over to your house before recording the Hangout, the hangout bio, and uh, I told you just to, just to sit tight and not touch it's it. It's so. been there for two full weeks it's now. It's been in the exact same <laughs> spot, and I'm so proud of you for not touching it. Yeah. I couldn't dust my house. I used it as an excuse to not <laughs> dust, so I couldn't pick it up. <laughs> Folks, he's going to grab the mystery box. When you say box, it's more of a, it's like a cubic styrofoam container that has tape around the middle. I believe it looks as if it opens up uh, right through the center of the, the cube. Should I open it, Dan? Um, not quite yet. Okay. I, I just want to contextualize this a little bit. So last year for our big uh, Spring Food Mo Food Mails, uh-huh. uh, Festival of Food Mail or whatever we decided to call it, I got you a mug. Uh huh. With our faces on it. And yeah. I uh, I kind of want that mug, Andy. <laughs> I want that mug. <laughs> okay. I, I'm tired of not having any special mug. Yeah. Whenever we record, I, I just uh, I'm stuck with one of your your lovely, I think Pantone mugs. Uh-huh. Just great mugs. So, <sighs> Andy, I I got you. I got you a replacement there. So oh, why, okay. why don't you go ahead and open up the box? Uh. It just looks like a regular black mug. I do love the shape and design of it is, this. It is a regular black mug, but uh, Andy, you said that you weren't going to be drinking any more coffee today. Why, why don't you go ahead and pour some coffee in oh that mug? I, I, will, I will go I ahead and drink s- it. I think I've discerned what's going to happen here. <laughs> All right, Andy. Uh, go ahead and start pouring. <laughs> Hopefully, the listeners can hear. I I think I even know the specific photo. <laughs> I think you may as well. Um, this is, of course, a color-changing mug that is not working as quickly as I thought it would, still pretty much appearing as a black mug. I did not test this out at all beforehand. Um, ooh. I mean, this this is very clearly going to be the band P.O.D. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it is the, uh, the band P.O.D. from the cover of their hit album, Satellite. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you look closer there, Andy, oh, you're going to you're, you're see a few additional members. <laughs> the faces are not revealing. I think I need to pour <laughs> even more coffee. Hopefully our guest doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> 
one time these internet trolls got into really harassing my band on Facebook and they brought it into real life by replacing uh, the cover of Magical Mystery Tour with our faces. I'm like, that's not mean. No. <laughs> it's like me and like my whole friend group on their faces and I think they uh, taped it to the uh, uh, door of the Moxie. I mean, it is a, it's a second-tier Beatles album, I guess. <laughs> this is unbelievably <laughs> funny. <laughs> I mean, it's us. <laughs> Superimposed into the satellite cover. Here, Absolutely. Dan. You can do what you need to do photo-wise with that. Well, thanks, Dan. So you want this mug, this other mug, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be taking okay. the other mug. I'll be drinking out of this mug today. <laughs> do you want to leave that here so you can drink it? drink from it here or... The, the spring food Mo mug that you got me last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it, it'll remain in the spring food Mo studio in the 16th floor of the Hammonds <laughs> Tower. But, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I got to be honest, Dan. Um, I'm behind my Christmas shopping for literally everyone in my life. Sure. I guess not everyone. I'm about halfway done. And uh, I don't have you anything yet, though I did have an idea. But, you know, I got to find time to make all these Drake covers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize, like, I have been complaining to people that I've been too busy to buy Christmas gifts. This is, like, a regular thing. And I'm sure my friends are annoyed that I've already that I've already said this to. But, and then I'm like, yeah, I've watched nine episodes of Mr. Robot in the last two weeks. I had time. But the truth is I'm doing that right before I go to sleep. And figuring out Christmas gifts is very active. Yep. I'm planning six weeks of lessons <laughs> uh, for school and also producing... Two months worth of podcasts uh, in one month. So I'm stretched pretty thin, and um, I don't have anything for you. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, <laughs> I didn't expect anything from you. It's it's, it's more about the reveal for yeah. me, buddy. <laughs> um, the, the idea I had is good, and maybe I'll save it until, you know, <laughs> late January. <laughs> Whenever we have another fresh episode, my computer just crashed. It just crashed. This is going to be great <laughs> this, today. It came back... Uh, not ruined per se, but having serious problems. It came back from the repair, used motherboard. Uh, not great. Not a great Better situation. condition than it was in, in, in that it's not waterlogged with Miller High Life uh -huh. any longer. Yeah. Beer logged. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we ought to pause for just a moment before our guest gets here and we'll resume Spring Food Mo whenever they arrive. Okay. I am fully blindfolded. I can kind of hear through my headphones. <sighs> this is both embarrassing and anxiety-inducing. Get right up on the microphone. It's all been sanitized, as have your <laughs> <laughs> headphones. So it's someone who hasn't been on before, if you're giving the directions. Well, you know. Maybe not. Might be somebody who I'm giving directions to for the second time. Hmm. <laughs> yes, so so this is step one. Um, can you guess who exactly it is just based on their general presence in the room or, say, uh, smell? Is this your mom, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is not Reggie Howell. <laughs> I have no noticeable... I know the person's here, so I feel very weird, but most people make me feel weird, so... Okay. So, I mean, I don't know what's next. Do we just go ahead and do the voice test? Who, uh, 
Yeah, you know, guess why don't you go ahead and get on mic and, and say something, not your name. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you give us a, a howdy there, folks? Howdy there, folks. <laughs> is that Sarah Jenkins? <laughs> yes, it is. It's Sarah Jenkins of the Mystery I'm Hour. I'm terrible at Jeff voices. And this mask is ridiculous. Hi, she has on a cat mask. I'm going to... Remove that. <laughs> That's yes, very yeah, exciting. That go off. My breath is filling it by the second. Hmm. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Surprise. Sorry for the That's a great voice. surprise. Hey. <laughs> Let me re re. Yeah, we got to both put our glasses back my on. Yes. With my items here. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah, for both doing this nonsense and agreeing to put a cast cat mask on as a further visual only surprise. <laughs> you could have taken a photo. Did you take a photo? I, I got a video. Okay, good. I got a video of you blindfolded and her in a cat mask. <laughs> really upsetting. I I'm love sorry. a good visual gag. A I'm sorry I pretended you smelled like Dan's mom. Fine. As if hey, I know what, what that smell smells is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, she smells lovely. She's a grandma. Aww. Oh, yeah. No longer a mom. When wow. she become a grandma, you're not a mom anymore. It's like the updated version of that uh, Britney Spears song. Uh, okay. not, a, not a mom. <laughs> not yet a grandma. <laughs> That's uh, no, Okay, know. maybe it's not an updated version of that song. <laughs> All right. Nice. I guess it's cookie time. Cookie time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sarah sent me a few options as far as what she would like to have for her second appearance on Spring Food Mo. Nay, third appearance on Spring mm. Food Mo. She's our third returning champion. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and she she sent me that that list that you speculated so much about. Andy Andy had a few guesses based on what the restaurants that you picked. Oh, um, was I anywhere on there? Nope. Nope. Aha, nope not even fooled close. You. I don't think Andy thinks I could pull a guest of your stature. <laughs> That's not true. Get out of here. That's not true at all. Dan no. Simber. Happy Dan Simber. Oh, everybody. thank you so much. And, and what a better way to close out uh, Dan Simber. Mm. Uh-huh. With a... Uh, I mean, there are two more episodes of Dan Simber, but you know. Yeah, you know, it's... They, <laughs> and it's more January. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jan... Danuary. Uh, I think we've said Anduary. Anduary. Oh, Danuary does work, work better, mm. but, you know, it... It, it goes week to week who, who's who's uh who's in charge now sarah you yeah. you of course i i asked if you'd like some intro music to uh come on to and uh you you picked uh uh your very own intro song just as I the did. guest last week did uh -huh, uh -huh. so uh um <laughs> yeah, Andy, if you want to go ahead and play that <laughs> wow cowboys from hell by pantera yeah. again cookies just wild. really get me in this kind of mood <laughs> all right well i gotta say ladies and gentlemen <laughs> from the mystery hour <laughs> sarah jenkins man the song don't worry Dan. i'll, I'll cut your timing <laughs> to make it sound good <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> what a great surprise. Aww. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is fun. I uh -huh. like a surprise. My favorite spring food Mo guest, I think. Oh, I, wow. I, 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 I've really enjoyed all the episodes that Sarah's been on. Cut it out. <laughs> I, I, I'm so happy to have her here today for 
such a momentous occasion mm-hmm. of I feel reviewing Julie's so Chewies. So privileged to be a part of this day. Ooh, God, the, the purple I- box is on uh, the table. Yes, the you iconic guys. purple box Ugh. right here in Ugh. front of us. You ready to get sick, Sarah? Oh my <laughs> goodness! I'm so ready to much be food. Ill. Yep. <laughs> it is 11 a.m. and we How are going to be. How many cookies are in that box? 13 yes, cookies we do. at a quarter pound a piece. <laughs> so that's not all. <laughs> no, it, that is actually not all. There, <laughs> there is more. Um, Andy, you also had some intro music that you wanted me to go ahead and oh, play this week. And, I did. That's uh, right. You know, I, <laughs> you requested this. So uh, I think maybe you felt a little <laughs> um, this, left this out last requested? week. Yeah. Okay. So you so you wanted to be <laughs> more included, and, which makes sense. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. We'll just go ahead and let this play out. You don't have any, like, thing to say? No. Tested and tested could be a new trend. Wow. Just trying to get all those drops in before Dan Simber ends. That's still the best song for the podcast. I love for it. For sure. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. And, uh, well, thankfully, we won't be testing any intestines today. Oh, but yeah. We have quite the undertaking ahead of us. 13 cookies, four dessert bars, and oh. one very special treat for the end. Oh, that uh, That's nobody knows about so except scary. me. <laughs> they make a third thing. <laughs> yes. Oh boy! They, they make a third and fourth and fifth thing. They got Man. a lot of stuff up there. We have at least another hour of podcasting after this episode. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah. stomach filled up for this. long day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and hear that bio. Okay. Chewy's opened its first brick-and-mortar location in 1992 at 1761 South Kentwood Avenue, just off Glenstone behind where Queen City Deli is today. But Julie Higgins wasn't new to the cookie game. She began selling cookies from her house five years before and made quite the name for herself. And that name was, uh, her name, Julie. Working out of her home kitchen, Julie slung her scrumptious sweets to the public until demand was high enough for a storefront. It kind of makes you think, maybe that's what all those rappers are talking about cooking up in their kitchens. Cookies. I mean, there's certainly a market for it. What else could they possibly be cooking? Either way, Julie, like so many MCs before her, exited the dangerous life of dessert dealing just two years later to start a family. She sold the business to two people decidedly not named Julie, Kim Marler and Greg Beck in 1994. Since then, Julie's gone on to serve on multiple executive boards and even start a humanitarian nonprofit that's changed thousands of lives across the globe. Not bad for the daughter of a pancake vendor. Pancakes! 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 Okay, so I can't prove that Julie was the daughter of a pancake vendor, but I also can't prove that she wasn't. Heck, I can't even confirm that she has parents. We can only assume that she does, and that one or both of them sold pancakes for a living. There's really no other reasonable choice. Sorry, let's move on. Kim and Greg expanded the menu to include brownies and lemon bars, and even started their own line of homegrown Missouri-made products like barbecue sauce, muffins, coffee, jams, and jellies. To spur on mail-order business, they sent out 7,500 full-color brochures featuring their cookies and gift baskets to prospective clients. In 1995, Beck said that 60 to 70% of their sales were mail-order. Kim would even go door-to-door visiting businesses armed with their confectious creations. 
She told the news leader, once I take these cookies in and they taste them, it's easy to sell them. I have them hook, line, and sinker. In 1999, Kim and Greg sold the business to two more people not named Julie, Laverne Cantrell and Joanne Harrison, who had owned Country Deli right next door for 15 years. The next year, they moved both businesses into an adjoining building at 1325 South Glenstone, right across the street from where the Walmart neighborhood market stands today. Country Deli Catering and Cakes opened in 1984, offering hors d'oeuvres, lunches, dinners, buffets, and desserts for catered events and weddings. With their combined forces, they were able to cater events with Julie's signature quarter-pound cookies, dessert bars, pies, and cobblers. Oh, and did I mention Country Deli makes cakes? Birthday cakes, wedding cakes, all sorts of cakes. And what are those cakes cooked in? Pans. Cakes cooked in pans. Pans. Cakes. Pan. Cakes. Oh, come on, Andy. It's the last official week of Dan Simber, and I just want to hear the clip of the kid yelling pancakes from Cabin Fever one more time. Oh, please, Andy. Please, have some Dan Simber cheer. Play it again for old time's sake. In 2003, Laverne and Joanne were attending an auction in Nixa when they visited an antique shop called The Rusty Nail, owned by Brenda White. In a quote to the newsleader in 2007, they said, The minute we walked in the door, it felt like home, and we loved the old country store feeling. Soon after, they purchased the store and opened the second Julie's location. They sold baked goods brought in daily from their Springfield store, as well as a full line of gifts ranging from, and this is a direct quote from the newsleader, chickens, apples, and other kitchen items, Circle E candles, primitive collectibles, Victorian, Lodge, and Boyd's Bears. Now, I don't know how a chicken or an apple is a gift. I can only assume they're talking about like one of those ceramic or metal roosters that my mom likes. Like something you get at Kirkland's. And I truly don't even know what the rest of that stuff is. But someone must because eventually the Nixa shop would double down and become a full-blown antique shop with more people on the hunt for nonsense from the olden years than cookies. But I say it just to reach you, Julia. 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 That location is closed now, and I couldn't find any information on exactly when it happened, but there's still a lasting connection to that old Nixa spot. In 2010, Laverne and Joanne sold Julie's Chewies to its current owner, fellow non-Julie, Brenda White, the same person they'd bought the Nixa storefront from seven years earlier. Despite the shuffling of owners, little has changed about the actual cookies. They're still made from scratch daily with no machine assistance save for the stand mixer in the oven, just as Julie Higgins prepared them in 1987. And that's it. That's the last of the Dan Simber bios. Goodness, how do you end these things, Andy? I really want to stick the landing, but... Oh, I know. The standard Julie's Chewy's cookie is four inches in diameter. That's over 12 square inches. A square foot of cookie. A square fookie. Is that anything? Uh, no, I don't think that's it. I, I guess I do have this old Julie's Chewy's Facebook post about their cookies set to the tune of the Fresh Burns of Bel Air theme, but that seems kind of hacky. I mean, you don't think I'd seriously stoop that low, do you?
This is a story all about how our cookies will flip your world upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how our cookies just don't compare. In Springfield, Missouri, born and raised, in the bakery is where I spent most of my days, chilling our bars and baking our cakes. These are just a few items that we can make. For 20 years or so, we have been here, shipping cookies across every state. So take a minute, look around, come on, drop by the north side of town. Not even on the north side. Oh, goodness. It's really not. Uh, man, uh, sort of lost the flow there at the end. Uh, maybe the most embarrassed I've ever been on the uh, on the show here. I loved it. <laughs> oh, boy. We got so many cookies here in front of us today. But first, I wanted to get into one more thing. Uh, Julie Higgins' nonprofit, I Pour Life. I didn't get into it a whole lot in the bio there because I didn't want to mix uh, some serious, very cool humanitarian work with the nonsense All of that. my body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, here today I have a September 2016 write-up from 417 Magazine by Spring Food Mo super guest. Wow. Or I mean, I guess just regular uh-huh. guest. She's only been on once. She was invited a second time, got sick, didn't come. She still rules. Vivian. She still rules. She's very Vivian cool. Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from her article, The 10 Most Beautiful Women in Springfield 2016. Julie Higgins made the list. She says, Julie Higgins nonprofit, I Pour Life is a living testament to what can happen when a passion for entrepreneurship collides with a servant's heart. There was a The results are changing lives both locally and internationally. She was on a trip to El Salvador, met a woman who asked her to take her son with her so that she could, so that her son could have a better life here um, instead of a Salvador, El Salvadorian Uh refugee. Uh, And that just kind of changed her life. She started this nonprofit and uh, she decided she wanted to make lives better there. Yeah. So they really invest in helping those communities and not just like handouts, but really helping them be better. Also in Ethiopia and Cora. I'm not sure where Hmm. Cora is, but K O R A H. Yeah. And even even some work right you here know about in Google Maps, right? And, uh, I don't I don't know if they can find that <laughs> someplace like that. So remote. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty cool. That's story awesome. there. She has no business making these cookies and changing the oh world. Oh my goodness! I've, Get out of here. She felt the same and sold it to someone else. So. <laughs> A non-Julie, if you will. I yeah. would really love to know what these cookies were like in like mm, 1991, circa when Julie was these? still making them. Large I know cookie. they were always big from yes. the very beginning. Yeah. Quarter pound cookies were the deal. That, that yeah, that Good. was the thing. They're they're about four inches in diameter, <laughs> mm-hmm. as I said in the bio. There, they have a whole section on their website based on that. What's with the a, circumference? Do you think? Hmm. Uh, their circumference of that. Let's see. Let me get my handy dandy calculator out here. And the radius um, square divided. I bet by they're about the, twelve inches uh, circumference. Maybe I, nine between my, nine and twelve. My calculations are showing a, a big 11 there. <laughs> so, a big 11 as opposed yeah, to a small big 11. 11. Yeah, I mean, well, that's advanced math. I don't know if we want to get into that here on the show. But I guess we better start taking taking these cookies yeah, down. We, I, we, it's only 30 minutes into the episode. We haven't talked about any food yet. We split each one in half. We're going to split each half into thirds and maybe not even eat those yeah. whole bites. Mm, yeah. 
so much cookie here in front of us. Every three cookies will be taking a bar break. Cause you know, you get weighed down by all the sugar in these cookies. So yeah. I figured every three, we would take a pause. Just run have. around the house for no, a minute. No. no, we're going to have one of Julie's Chewy's dessert bars oh, to, uh, kind of, okay. to kind of sparse it out there. Bar so, break. Okay. 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 So, uh, Get ready for that. But uh, oh my gosh, you guys. I think our first cookie that we have here is the triple chocolate chip. All right. Cookie number one. <laughs> Pretty good cookie. Yeah. Yeah. It's so rich. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one thing is that these are very buttery cookies for sure. Mm-hmm. They're also not excessively sweet. I feel like you can often get a cookie that is very sugary. And True. it's not that these aren't sweet, but it's a nice mix of the sweetness with the butteriness that that's I true. love from Julie's Chewies. They don't really have that salty. I like a salty chocolate chip sometimes, mm. a little bit more. So they're not really that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. Not excessively sweet. There's definitely a unique texture to, to the Jules Chews. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just made that up. It, it kind of depends <laughs> where you are in the cookie, too. I feel like mm-hmm. the edges are a little um, bit, uh, not exactly crunchy, but they're sure. a little bit more firm. They may have a little bit of crunch to them. But then you get to the middle, and it's very soft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the good spot. Doughy. And, you know, sometimes you Chewy. only get that softness whenever the cookies are hot. And once they've settled um, and firmed up some, you don't get that. But this has, like, the softness of a hot cookie, mm-hmm. even if, you know, it's been sitting in a box for a day. Mm-hmm. And Julie's awesome. Chewies, I've had them probably five days out from, like, ordering and they still hold up uh-huh. with the softness. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they've lost a little bit, but they, they really hold up. We didn't go through our histories with this place, but I, I'm a big fan, kind of going back a ways. Uh, mm-hmm. had, had them at birthday, not my birthday parties, but been at other people's birthdays and had them, that kind of thing. It's also right across from my gym. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I have, have done the gym to the Julie's Ooh, Chewies a time or two wow. since I moved over to this side of town. You work yeah. out over at uh, the Walmart, Walmart neighborhood market. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. Just running the aisles. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get a couple carts mm-hmm. in front of you, lift a couple pineapples while I'm doing it. All right. Next up is the raspberry white chocolate mm. chip. Yum. Sarah, you said that this is your favorite one. What, yeah. what, what kind of history do you have with Julie's Chewies well, and this cookie in particular? <laughs> this cookie saved my marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. But it was, I believe this is the one I singled out as my last meal dessert. Oh, really? Jam. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Had I done even a little research, <laughs> I, 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 I could have guessed a lot <laughs> I easier. I remember huh? my own things. Um, I, I just really like this one in particular. I think because it's just unique. It's not a, a type of cookie you can get a lot of places. But just like my general history, I think I maybe first had these cookies in college, um, went to Drury, and the student union board which is their, you know, student activities council. Um, They had this thing called Coffee House. So it was like singer-songwriters would come through. You'd like sit in the student union basement, do homework, candlelight, just kind of fun, cool vibes. That sounds so nice. So great. That makes me actually like want to go to school. It was so fun. Yeah, you'd like sit and do your homework. You could color on the tables. And then they'd always have Julie's Chewies, which was just... I don't like the, the coloring on the, the tables. Cake. That's uncouth and <laughs> <laughs> simply too much for me. Paper, you know. So it was always just such a treat. I think part just the fact that they're so big. Oh, my God. Like they're so big. Eating a cookie with these. You're not just like, I'll just have a little bite. Like it's you gotta crazy. Commit. They're like the top of one of the uh, canned vegetables that like you wouldn't buy at the store because it's too much. Uh-huh. Like one of those oh. like big cans of yams that's like, like not the biggest one. Keep in your bunker size. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. If this were the top, of, this is a bun for a burger, you'd be like, this is a big, big burger. burger. Yeah. 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 
It's yeah. a, it, it's, it's even big for like a burger bun. They're bagel sized. Hmm. I'd say bagels probably too small. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's a tiny bagel. So this you guys. raspberry white chocolate one, both the raspberry and the white chocolate are very subtle mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. there. And I'm generally a big fan of white chocolate. One thing I like about this place is that they are... I, I don't want to use the word subtle again, but the distribution of ingredients is not extreme. I feel like you get yeah. cookies a lot of times where I want to taste every component. You know, I want to taste the cookie. I also want to taste whatever the uh, toppings or fill-ins yeah. are. Mm-hmm. And this one, they're pretty evenly distributed. Uh-huh. But they're not just jamming it in there. Eh, it's real good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Nice, smooth flavor. Next up, we have the candy chocolate chip. Wow. Mm-hmm. By far the richest one so far. Yeah. Mm. Also the most varied texture because you get those M and M bites in there, and somehow uh, excuse me, candy chocolate chips. <laughs> I'm sorry, candy chocolate <laughs> chips. <laughs> somehow they've maintained like the uh, crunch of the, the exterior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That uh, whole melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Yes, absolutely. Situation, but in a cookie. You guys were saying uh, there, there's something noticeably different about this one, just texturally across the board. Uh-huh. It, yeah. It's 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 a different cookie. I wonder. It is so different from the chocolate chip. Like, what is it that they're doing differently? And maybe it's to preserve the integrity of the of sure. the candy coated yeah. chocolate mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. that they have to do something a little drier. <laughs> I would imagine it's probably similar ingredients, but differentiated proportions. Like a different amount of flour versus uh, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. not baking powder, but they're all the same since they're so similar in the size and texture generally but that's probably what it is yeah slightly different color it's gotta say one. that's probably my favorite oh, one of the batch so far i love an m&m uh, candy chocolate chip <laughs> you know <laughs> i i'm looking at it right now is there an m on that circle m. i'm gonna d you guys we're asking the big uh, questions here i think it they may not be off. because they're i think a little fatter than m&m's then you're like standard yeah. non-peanut M&M. M&M. It's almost a peanut M&M. M&M size. Trying to get the, you know, when you get those scratchers. Mm-hmm. I love playing scratchers, you know. I buy those at the gas station every time. Or like an archaeologist. He's yeah, that's exactly Gingerly dusting the cookie crumbles yes. from yeah. the candy implement. I was picturing like Sam Neill mm. uh, using his little tiny brush. I am brush. not seeing an M. And it feels like I would. It feels like I would see an M if there was one there. Mm. Well, I, I really feel, I feel like they're bigger than M&M's. All right, well, as astute listeners know, we've eaten three cookies now, so it, of course, is time for a bar break. Andy, go ahead and hit that bar break theme. It's a yeah. bar song. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. You know, that's like one bar of a song also, <laughs> oh, which is pretty it, good. It's actually two bars. Oh, I, I put that together, too, and I was like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it is time for a bar break. The first bar we've got here is the peanut butter brownie bar. Oh. I didn't. I couldn't remember which bars I had gotten, mm. and I didn't have an itemized receipt. Uh, but Andy was able to identify Astute. this on site. I I did try this one this week. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm less familiar with the bar options at mm. at the Julie's Chewy. So this I is think new they have for me. 14 bars. Oh, they have more bars than cookies. <gasps> wow. They run deep on the bars. I might I might uh, I might <laughs> read off the other bars that we didn't have today afterwards. This thing is crazy. Yeah. Like everything, it's so rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get the sort of a little bit of crunch from the brownie. The peanut butter component is crazy gooey, gooey. but also there's like a mealiness within the gooeyness. Uh-huh. Also, this is yeah, almost uh, like a incredible. gooey butter cake texture yes. to that that top layer. You know, we, uh, Sarah here brought up the tea bar and bites. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter brownie off mic, and uh, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. But yeah. I think. 
don't. This blows it out <laughs> of the water. <laughs> I think this destroys it. Well, we know how you feel about the oh peanut butter goodness. brownie, Dan. I don't necessarily so disagree. Um, they may be on the same level, but I like them both for very different yeah. reasons. I mean, that peanut butter brownie, the peanut butter comes from the icing. Right. This, yeah. the peanut butter is distinctly a, a part of, of the, the actual yeah. item. So, yeah. You can parts things. peanut butter to brownie probably on yeah. this. So, this Man, is crazy. What a bar. I will say one disadvantage of us not eating on mic is you're missing all of the like immediate reactions. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. Sarah mm, and I both slumped yes. in our chairs Those, upon eating the first bite. Yeah. Because yeah. very, very rich and good. Yeah, we should be streaming Indulgent. this. Indulgent. Pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Watch us eat bars. <laughs> $9.99. Up next, we've got the oatmeal raisin cookie. Mm. A bit of a divisive yeah. one here. Generally, I find uh, I, I'm not pro oatmeal raisin cookie. Same. Sure. But Same. Uh, this is a real good one. Yeah, surprisingly <laughs> good. There's like a little cinnamon vibe happening. I Yeah. I, it, I'm well. It was stacked on top of the cinnamon, the, the cinnamon well, cookies. So I did not detect spice. that when I bit it. One thing that I really love about this. <laughs> <laughs> are you shushing him? <laughs> like a long shush? Uh, Don't ruin this for me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they have oats on top. It's like is a healthy uh, mm-hmm. sprinkling oh. of oats on top of the actual like cookie, which I feel like gives it an extra bit of texture. Mm-hmm. That's maybe half of the oats that were on there. Oh, because sure. A lot of them are it's still in the bag here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I kind of agree on oatmeal cookies. I'm anti them because they're not near my favorite type of cookie. But I feel like every time I have one, I really like them. Maybe they are one of my favorite type of cookies. (laughs) This was one that I absolutely needed some of the memory memory lane milk that Mm -hmm. Andy poured for us here. Is this whole milk we're drinking today? 100%. Would have gotten 2% if they had it, but they did not have it at this particular location. I will say that my big problem with oatmeal raisin cookies is they're usually very dry. So you're right Mm -hmm. about that. This is a little bit drier than the other cookies we tried Mm -hmm. today, but it's still more moist than most more moist than most. That should Agreed. be their slogan. Oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> more moist than most. TM. <laughs> yeah, people would love that. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, now we've got the peanut butter cookie. Andy, this is sort of your arena. I do love peanut butter cookies. It'll come as no surprise to anyone, but I'm a little particular about them. I feel sure. like, again, these are this is a type of cookie that can get a little dry. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of crunchy cookies, oh. um, and I feel like you get a lot of crunchy cookies with the peanut butter for whatever reason. My mom makes these really good ones that are like peanut butter sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. They're sugar cookies in that they are coated on the outside sure. of the sugar. And those are some of my absolute favorites. Also love whenever peanut butter cookies have crunchy peanut butter in them. Ooh. So you get the little oh. crunch from the peanut butter. It rules. Next level. This yeah. is a totally different type. This mm-hmm. is like your you know, standard delicious Julie's Chewy's cookie, except that we deduced that they use uh, small peanut butter chips mm-hmm. in there. And I got to say, peanut butter is a little too subtle for me in this oh. one. I like to be oh. punched in the tongue uh, with uh, <laughs> peanut butter. Flavor. Peanut butter punch. Wow. It's still a great cookie. Don't get me wrong. I wish there was something else going on. If you could put a couple chocolate chips in there with that peanut butter one. Yeah. Oof, or a I'd butterscotch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mom, one of my friend's grandmas made these things called oatmeal scotchies. Ooh. A, cute name. B, it reminded me, I actually really love those. I'm not always a, an oatmeal fan, but it was like an oatmeal cookie with the butterscotch chips. So just, mm-hmm. oh, oh, so good. And it kind of reminds me of these like style of, of chips. I don't get a lot of peanut butter chips in my life. This yep. is kind of un- unusual for me. 
This is probably my least favorite that yeah, we've tried yeah, so far, but it, you know, still a solid cookie. Yeah, if if your jam is a peanut butter cookie. My you mom know, used to make oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, and those ooh, rule. I love a good oatmeal chocolate raisins. chip. Mm, <laughs> kick them out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Go you back to I California. Like? <laughs> are there are any of these ones we're going to try today going to have any uh, raisins in them? I love a raisin white chocolate cookie. No, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think they've incorporated any fruit into them. Think of that raspberry one we already ate, Dan. Well, you know that that had like <laughs> that some had kind a crazy, of that could be an ex- preserve. Nice yeah. yeah. All right. Just had the white chocolate macadamia. Aloha. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> one of my absolute li- absolute favorite cookie types here. I no. love a white chocolate no, macadamia. Mm. And this one was uh was very good. Th- yeah. Thoughts on this one? I like uh, this texture reminds me back to the chocolate, the candy coated chocolate M&M mm-hmm. one, um, like the, a little bit drier, but, you know, still not totally dry. But I, um, I could have gone for a bigger macadamia sure. chunk, yeah. mm-hmm. just personal pref, but it's still very, very good. Satisfies that niche flavor. The white chocolate is so rich, but it's also not overpowering. It's got this real smooth, melty texture mm-hmm. whenever you bite into it. It's in your mouth for a bit. I just I love white chocolate. Yeah. But I'm with Sarah. I wish it was a little bit nuttier. <laughs> it, it definitely could have a little more, but also, like you said earlier, I respect that they don't load these yeah. things up True. and put like a stupid amount of stuff on them. Like they're, they're, they're a balanced cookie. Yeah. It's just for this one cookie. Wish I had a little bit more nuts in there. <laughs> well, respectfully disagree, and let's go ahead and end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next we got <laughs> our second bar break. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I love that song so <laughs> much. So That's the only reason I did that. We can talk about Garth for a while, probably. Ooh, I you know I prefer to. He, he goes. He's Chris to me. He's always going to be Chris <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, we had the pecan pie bar. Mm. And uh, y'all, Sarah, what do you think of this? You you said before you taste it, pecan pie is not your favorite, right? It's not what I'm choosing on the Thanksgiving sure. dessert table. Yeah. Uh, but I will say I like that this has a like a pie crusty texture to the bottom, and then a thick layer mm-hmm. of um, pecan pie. It's kind of like ground up. You're not seeing like the the full nut sure. like you would on top of a pie. Um, and it was good, you know. Given that this isn't my favorite, I can appreciate that if you did like pecan pie this would be an enjoyable thing well i do love pecan pie Uh-oh. and i didn't care for it <gasps> uh, oh, i thought it was fine man. I thought it was, shows it was what okay. i don't know about pecan pie. um i think part of the pleasure of the pecan pie for me is the like the the Cairo sweetness mixed with like the chunks of pecan mm-hmm. and this is like 70 percent uh crust it's a lot of crust and two 30 percent at most pecan and it just didn't give me the flavor balance that i wanted want from a pecan pie Here's my thing. I don't like that Cairo, like oh. the oh. real sugary, like uh, sweet, like almost jelly in there. I loved this one. Wow. I, yeah, I thought it almost had like a fattiness to it from the crust. And then the pecans were just like lightly toasted. Perfect amount of just sweetness to me. I loved it. Cool. Glad you liked it. All right. Up next, we've got the Snickerdoodle. And I got to say, Snickerdoodle, my favorite cookie growing up. Whoa. Oh. I, I feel like it's probably been usurped now just by like a nice warm chocolate chip cookie. Really love that. But man, I used to love Snickerdoodle cookies. And I used to think that like 
I was like a cultured child for, <laughs> for liking them or even knowing what they were. I was I, like, I, I'm the only one. We were not a snickerdoodle household. I didn't really have them till I was older. I still don't even know what goes into it to, yeah. to make that specific snickerdoodle flavor. I was wondering that because, you know, it's the cinnamon, but there's something else. To there's, the cookie there's a little itself. something else. Yes. Is it like an almond? I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't know. But not it's a, a clue. flavor. Not not sure. a single clue. Some garlic. <laughs> yes. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> tomato paste Cilantro. and garlic. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I love this one. That, it's that, so that's, good. That's towards the top of my list now. That little so cinnamony good. flavor. Mm-hmm. It's got the base is almost like a sugar cookie, but it's not sugar mm-hmm. uh, on the outside. It's cinnamon plus whatever the other components of the snickerdoodle spice is. Snickerdoodle, if you will. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it a lot too. It's a good one, and it, again, like wasn't a favorite growing up, but I appreciate it because it's so unusual. Yeah. All right. Well, up yeah. next, we're going to try the cinnamon spice one and see what's different about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> this is different from the snickerdoodle in that you can see clearly that it's just cinnamon sugar on top. It's mm. also not as covered. It's cl- clearly been sprinkled over the top, like yeah. middle of the cookie. You can also feel the texture of the sugar when you bite yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Not as, as much opposed rolled to the into it yeah. like the snickerdoodle. Yeah. yeah. It's I- good. It's not as nearly as good as a snickerdoodle, sure. whatever the magic is there. Mm-hmm. We also noticed that the hue of the actual cookie, the inside and out, is much darker. darker. So yeah. it's a, just a different cookie base, different batter base. Makes me wonder if that means there's cinnamon all throughout it mm-hmm. a little more. I don't know, though. I haven't yeah. had this one before. It kind of tastes like cinnamon toast. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just got that same kind of flavor. It almost tastes like the oatmeal raisin cookies without the oatmeals or raisin. Uh, uh-huh. uh, True. And even, pr- yeah, kind of the color is similar. Yeah. Good. A good coffee morning cookie. I, I uh-huh. think I think we should just go ahead and accept that cookies are a morning treat. If we're eating donuts, sure. you can have a cookie yeah. and dip that into your coffee. It's, it's as good or not or better. No. This is the am. only time I would ever eat a cookie for breakfast is doing this ridiculous thing. <laughs> would you eat a donut for breakfast, though? No. Well, oh, there well, you go. So it, it, you're just <laughs> I disqualified that, entirely. I literally had a donut for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it is only because I took my nephew out to, to Hertz Aww. and the Moxie. Wow. So what'd he get? He got uh, a white a white donut with sprinkles on the top. Classic. Yeah, that's what he was really into. And then you guys caught Parasite. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. No, we sat down for the Irishman. <laughs> okay. He's yeah. Two. Yeah. His uh, attention span is ready look, for I, that. I'm the one that fell asleep. So. <laughs> no, it's Moxie Mornings. It's wonderful. Huh. It's like movies, like adaptations of kids' books set in the snow. It was really beautiful. It was oh, his first cozy. time at the theater. Aww. And uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Love him. Can I get back to the cookie for a second? <laughs> Please do. Great nephews, cool. I have one. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, this I, this cookie reminds me of monkey bread. Is oh, that a okay. thing? Yeah. My mom always Absolutely. made it. It was like biscuit dough, and then you roll it around in a baggie oh. full of butter and cinnamon mm-hmm. and sugar. Love and monkey bread. And then bake bread. it. So good. I always. It's just, that kind of vibe. I think a lot of the monkey bread I've had has been um, like Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Just unwound and reformed oh yeah that's that's, that's, yeah, that's what it is okay. chop them, yeah. we would cut them up and then put them in like a bunt pan and bake it in mm. bunt it's a christmas bunt, bunt pan okay <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and hear that pancake drop one more time <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so there's been a bit of a mistake. Controversy. We thought that we were just trying the peanut butter chocolate chip cookie, but I believe that the one that I purported to be the triple chocolate chip cookie at the beginning was, in fact, the peanut butter chocolate chip cookie, Mm -hmm. because this cookie that we just had was delicious, filled with chocolate chips, but did not have any sort of peanut butter flavor to it. We're all retrying the peanut butter chocolate chip right now. My mouth is full. And I'm experiencing pleasure while talking to you because it's incredible. Can this confirm awesome. peanut butter is involved. Yep. Yeah. I think it was just because it was the first one that we tried that we didn't pick up on the peanut butter we or just fooled. thought that that was a part of the f- flavor of the yeah. cookie. Also, you told us it was a, a triple <laughs> chocolate. I believe you when you <laughs> tell us things, Dan. Um, I really like the regular uh, chocolate chip. It's just oh, like a baseline cookie. Yes. So good. Just to reiterate, that first cookie we tried was unreal. Yes. Yeah. So rich. So delicious. Yeah. See, and for me, I prefer the not. I think again, peanut butter cookies just aren't my favorite, so I prefer just the the regular old chocolate chip. That That's was my jam. You know, good. that one's actually the triple chocolate chip. Whoa! But I think that's the way to go because man, they, they I I got hit with two or three chocolate chips just in my bite, and these are big chocolate chips. Yeah. yeah. All right, and the time has come again for our third bar break. Andy's just played the drop. Boy, this third bar, this is one of the originals, Julie, mm-hmm. one of the original Julie's Chewy's bars, the brownie, along with the uh, lemon bar, one of the bars first introduced by Kim Marler and Greg Beck way back in the early 90s, just like me. Dessert with a side of history. Yeah, absolutely. America. Man. Classic. This looked dry Mm. in the package Mm -hmm. and I was afraid that it was going to be, Mm -hmm. but it was very much not dry. I think it was good. Tasted chocolatey. I like they have some chocolate chips inside the brownie. It seemed Mm -hmm. like it a little differentiation in the flavor and texture there. I will say that I like my brownies a little gooier, like a hot gooey brownie. That's my preference for brownies. This isn't my favorite, but if somebody brought it to a party would happily be eating it. Yeah. I like a frosting on a brownie. Mm, I've kind of gone that direction. It, it feels more like cake than, yeah. but yep. yeah, a little frosting. So you know, I think if this had some frosting on it, it'd be it'd be even better. If you'd have put this one in front of me in a circle shape and told me it was a cookie, I wouldn't have second guessed it. Oh, it sure, tastes more like another cookie, cookie than a brownie to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think brownies feel so like church potluck. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're in a little rectangular glass thing and some grandma at church made them <laughs> this is comfort food. what we're doing today is very much like what i would do at church potlucks would yep. just try every single yeah. dessert mm-hmm. get Heck like some yeah. lettuce and like a little hudge of roast beef in my plate for dinner and like fill my belly <laughs> rice krispie that. treats brownies yeah. just pie. wait just wait until the old people were getting up to go get dessert like, <laughs> like roadrunner over there and get every single thing on the yeah. on the dessert our, table our church would easily have three brownies oh, crazy just yeah. so many people yeah. are are just trying to do their take on brownies someone yeah. goes rogue and puts walnut in there yes yeah stuff. it's fine yeah you know, but as long as there's mm. another brownie without walnut there, I'm totally happy true, with true. that That's walnut brownie. <laughs> I love a walnut brownie. Yeah, I'm, I'm You'll into allow it. it. All right. Ooh. Back to the cookies. Back to the cookies. <laughs> this is the second to last batch of the cookies. Our last batch only has one cookie in it. This is the butterscotch toffee. Before we get too far into it, how's everybody feeling right now? <laughs> I've got nine right. cookies in. I did a nice four-mile run Ooh. and didn't eat anything else this morning. I so. did not d- do that. Yeah, <laughs> well set. I feel a little a little jittery. Like that little, yeah. it, like, mm, that sugar yeah. buzz feeling is starting to, to surface. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling sluggish. And uh, although the cookies are still very good, I am less and less eager to <laughs> eat them. Yeah. I, I did take a small bite of this. Yes, but, I'm already... But, 
I'm not feeling it at all, really. I'm. I am planning on going to the gym again later today. So double exercise to make oh, up for this. Oh, we get it, Andy. You work That's out. That's not it. That's not what it's about. I'm like, this is how I'm coping with Just this. Just kidding. I should Honestly, take a run this is a, not a good idea. Oh no, no, no. no you know, so I'm trying to offset what it. What have I done? <laughs> so, but that butterscotch toffee cookie. What, what do you think, Andy? It's definitely on the rich side of the uh-huh. ones we tried because of all the butter. And then also really like that subtle toffee flavor in there, too. You get a little bit of a little toffee texture. I'd like to know exactly what they do. Mm -hmm. They're making toffee and putting little bits in there if they just... Because you can't really see it. That's what gets me. It just looks like a plain cookie, but there's definitely both flavors are in there somehow. I don't think there's any butterscotch Mm -mm. chips in there, but the butterscotch flavor definitely permeates the cookie. Um didn't love this one just because I'm not a big fan of butterscotch or really. I mean, I like a Heath bar, but toffee other than that, not not my bag, really. And this one, just this late in the testing <laughs> is so sweet yeah. that I'm, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. See, I liked it. I feel like it, it feels almost like more like a rich dessert than mm. a cookie, even though it looks like a cookie. It tastes and the experience is more like a bar just yeah. for that, that flavor. Absolutely. All mm. right. Onto the chocolate chip pecan. I was real excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Got to say, um, like the pecan flavor, but there's not a whole lot else going on here. It's kind of the most bland of any of them that we've tried, in yeah. my opinion. Also, it's missing something. Uh, there's no <laughs> chocolate chips in here. <laughs> I, I've double checked the menu a bunch of times. This is the only cookie that features pecans on it. It's called the pecan chocolate chip. I just ordered every cookie that they offer on their online menu. And uh, there's nary a chocolate chip yeah. to be found in here. Nay. I will say, I this is not one that I would seek out, given the large, full pecans yes. up on the top of that <laughs> thing. Not for me. So it was fine. It's just, yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna want to revisit it just because it's not my cup of tea. You know, I like a pecan, and I've had this cookie in the past with the chocolate chips before, and I love it. It's, I feel like that it, would help. Maybe one of my favorite huh. ones. Uh, but yeah, like very weird. The mystery of the missing chips. I don't. I don't know. We might have to get our listeners to weigh in on this and see if they've ever gotten a chipless. Call Scooby in the gang. <laughs> oh, Something's <God>. afoot. <laughs> if only we had some sort of mystery adjacent person here. <laughs> <laughs> a detective, perhaps. Yeah, no, I, that was just Who more referring to forty-five oh. to sixty minutes on their hands. Yeah. Hmm. All right, and second to last here we have the standard sugar cookie. Now, Andy mentioned to me off mic that we probably should have started with this one as a base, but uh, I the picked the first chip. one I saw. Yeah, <laughs> I picked the triple chocolate chip, which did not end up being which, even in fact, that had peanut butter in it. <laughs> um, gotta say, not a big sugar cookie fan, but this one's pretty tasty. Um. I'm not that into it. It's pretty sweet, and that's about all it's got going Hot for take. it. Hot take. Wow. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to make it controversial. Um, I think I like a sugar cookie to be thinner. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, that's the conventional. And I know Julie's, Chewy's whole deal is that they're not like that. But I think maybe it's just not the style I would prefer from them. So they do have cookies that they refer to as their mini size, oh, which, which is are like a regular cookie. just a, a standard <laughs> size cookie. Uh, man, kind of regretting just not going with those. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> you got a whole pile of de- cookie detritus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm most excited about. We need about. to take a picture of all our cookie scraps and put it on Instagram. Yeah. All right. 
and I think we've got one last bar break. All right, closing out with the Lemon Bar, another one of the very first bars that Julie's Chewy served. This one is obviously way different than everything else uh-huh. that we had today. Uh, man, this is this is a strange Lemon Bar. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of one of those like Jiffy cheesecakes. Mm-hmm. My my great grandma used to make those. This does not have a graham cracker crust, I don't think, but I think it's got little Grammy sprinkles. Yes, across yeah, the top. It, it's a it, different texture on top than you're used to. It on definitely. A lemon bar. I don't mean this in a bad way, but it definitely tastes like a cheap cheesecake more than it does in lim- another lemon bar that I've tried. Mm-hmm. Usually, a lot more tangy. Yeah. Or, yeah. This is not very tangy. It's still lemony. It's but it's a lot more subtle. It's and, light. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't use the word light <laughs> to describe anything we've eaten today, but ah, it's pretty good. I think it's just kind of a reality versus expectations. Like I mm-hmm, kind of ex- mm-hmm. ex- expect a really punchy flavor from a lemon bar. Sure. This is a lot more subtle. And it doesn't have that um, kind of signature layer of the powdered sugar that you come to expect yeah. from a lemon bar uh-huh. that gets real messy. doesn't have that. So it, yeah, it doesn't feel quite the same. It kind of makes sense to me. This is like a 30-year-old recipe. Sure. Yeah. 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 Or I guess it's more like 20-something, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I think I liked it more than the brownie, not quite as much as the other two bars that we had. Hmm. Since we're nearing towards the end here, yeah. I got to ask, guys. Cookies, bars, pies, or cake? What? What's What's your top? Oh, just generally? Yeah. Would have been good to start with that, maybe. Nah. Provide context nah. for our remarks. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of them, I'll yeah. say. I would say cake is probably my least favorite. And I would Me put, too. I would put pie and a good cookie uh, probably up top. Yeah. Probably pie up top. With ice cream, favorites. depending upon the pie. Was brownies one of the categories? Bars. Bars? Yeah. Oh, shoot. To well, include a brownie. They're yeah. all three tied for the top with cake at the bottom. <laughs> See, I'm a big cake fan. Ooh. It's great. Oh, I love cake. Cake rules. And here's the thing. Nate Black, who you might remember from mm-hmm. the Ozark Empire Fair episode. Absolutely. Huh? Real, great episode. Yeah. One to, of the best. One of the top. Love it. It's really, I love the ones where you aren't on part of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan just paced out. The one yeah. time where Dan just had to leave and I knew. <laughs> we okay. just carried on. So my dad thought I sounded just like Brad Pitt. What a nice person oh. he is. He also can't tell mine and Dan's voices apart. <laughs> It's like, all right. So uh, you thanks. both sound like Brad Pitt. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Brad Pitt was on the episode. He's yeah. saying like he thought yeah. my voice sounded a lot like so Brad So he got Pitt's. confused towards right. the yeah. end. Uh-huh. He's like, well, is that Brad or is that Andy? I don't I know. Mean, I, I think it was pretty easy to differentiate because Brad just kept on mentioning movies that right. he had <laughs> appeared in. So, unless you've appeared in any of those movies. I'm not really sure. Not that I know. California? Of. Yeah. Oh, I've been to California. Oh, oh okay. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a K. That's how we got confused. <laughs> My last name starts with a K, and that's another word that usually starts with a C. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of connections here. Yeah. Oh. Sarah, did you ever come up with a definitive ranking there? Uh, well, I th- brought up Nate because he he loves to bake, but he doesn't love to eat sweets. Oh, and so wow. I, as his romantic roommate, get to be the recipient <laughs> of... I've never used that phrase before. It's, it's, incredible. Incredible. Like it. it's all the sugar, you guys. Uh, but like he'll he'll make cake 
and I love like a fun Fetty with like the sprinkly mm-hmm. frosting, like I'm a six year old at a birthday party. Um, but then I'll just get to, you know, for several days, just like go get a forkful, like a little mm-hmm. bit at a time. Just yep. love to like nibble on cake. So really like cake. Um, so I think I would go, oh, it's hard, but cake, cookie, brownie, pie, even though I really love pie, yep. yeah. if I, you know, that would be my ranking. Just love dessert. Yeah, yep. it's real in good. general. Okay. I'm going cake at the bottom, too. Bars right above that. Pies right above that. Cookies right at the tip top. I love oh. cookies mm, so much. This is your much. day. It oh, absolutely man. is. <laughs> and uh, um, now I've been turned off to them. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Never again. Not, I am honestly uh, having a hard time resisting picking up scraps yes. and eating yeah. them Guys, because I just so have many. that problem all the time. But also, I just never feel full. Yeah. I just always want to be eating. Yeah, might might, might have to venture to the scrapyard here during our next episode <laughs> that we're recording today. <laughs> but first, we gotta try this final cookie here. The chocolate chip. Dun, dun, dun. All right, let's do it. Some say it probably would have been a good idea to start with this, or at least do it before the other chocolate chip branded <laughs> cookies. You kind of tried, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, it it stands to reason that you would enjoy the triple chocolate chip more than the standard chocolate chip, mm. but I don't think that's the case here. I, I That might be my favorite one I've had so far. So buttery. The chocolate chip pieces we were discussing, I believe, are bigger than they are in the triple chocolate chip. They Definitely use are. some real large ones. They always do a pattern of five on the top in a little X, like mm. on a, like a die. Yeah. yeah. Man, so, so good. What, what are you guys' thoughts on this? I... Did I did one with milk and one dipped yes. in the milk, and I actually the, the bottom half of the part I was trying to get in the milk fell yes into the milk and had to remove it. Check our Instagram for that video. Yes, Andy <laughs> fished it out with Exclusive. a sharp steak yes. knife. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say. When I took that bite with the milk, you know that scene in Pulp Fiction when Uma Thurman's in the bathroom and she she does she, she Doing snorts, the snorts a rail and then like her head whips back. <laughs> that is how I felt eating this <laughs> cookie with milk. It's like, oh my, I am high now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You look <laughs> like John Travolta in like his car. Just Sugar <laughs> is a drug, you guys. <laughs> oh, this was so good, man. So good. Oh man, I'm gonna rock the boat. I actually think I preferred the triple chocolate i think wow. it's also i just like a smaller chocolate chip sure sure so I guess uh, this one wasn't my fave so you these, guys can finish these it. chocolate chips are proverbial big fat fatties yes. uh, <laughs> yeah. larger than mm-hmm. a dime not quite nickel sized yeah. but yeah. big penny yeah. almost mm-hmm. approaching penny man i got a question i noticed that none of us here except for me were dunking uh, in the milk. Mm-mm. Y'all feel good about cookies and milk? I no, mean, sir. So I was doing sips after the cookie. I, I enjoy dunking, but I just figured for today it would probably be more trouble than it's worth. Julie's Chewy's <laughs> cookie. <laughs> <And> it <yeah>. was. <laughs> they're, they're very narrow glasses I brought yeah. us out to. Well, here's the thing. It's a great dunking yeah, cookie because whenever you split it in half, you can dunk it's so much wedge, of it. It's a wedge just know? made for it. Yeah. Let me give you our listeners a little... A little dunk hack. Wow. Okay. Ooh, exclusive. Take Stand a, on somebody else's shoulders. Take a bite <laughs> without the milk, then take a little swig of milk. That's what I said. Oh. I did. Did you say that already? Yeah. Doing a little that's shot, what I did. little chaser <laughs> of oh, you milk. Didn't say that. I'm saying that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, in the in the mouth dunk, whatever you want to call it, you mm-hmm. get the texture with and without. Computer crashed again. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, 
Yeah, I, I love that. I started doing that with Pop-Tarts when I was but a wee Ooh. boy, 10, 11 years old. It's like, you know what? I like them with and without. How do I solve this problem? Man. Guys, What's... I've never been a dunker. Mm. I think it's oh. just I, as a kid, and I would be so picky, I wouldn't wanted a crumb in my milk. That would have been just sure. super not okay. Yeah. So I was just never, not a thing I did. And even now... Another Nate anecdote, like if I am having dessert, he'll like offer to get me some milk. And I'm like, am I seven? I don't know. I'm fine. But he like really likes to, I don't need to have milk with a dessert. It's just not, not Some a people thing drink milk with dinner. I it's know. just like, that's weird. If it's not dessert or cereal, which cereal is dessert, yeah. actually, I, yeah. <laughs> um, at least in every experience I've had eating yeah. it in the last 10 it's years, true. it's been. If you're going to eat. Cereal, you can have a cookie. <laughs> yeah, man. it's heard been it at least 15 till midnight to 3 a.m. Uh, anytime I've had a bowl of cereal. Boy, man, that was a good, good, good cookie. Yeah, great cookie. Are we gonna Are we gonna weigh in with faves overall? Well, we should, but first we've got one more thing to try. Oh, no. <gasps> so from a price cutter bag, I'm oh, revealing my. an even smaller bag. Are those truffles? That will just have to be decided after you taste them. Ah, I've okay. got enough here for everybody to have their own. Listeners, you should know it's like a Christmas-themed snacky baggy mm-hmm. with a with a silver twisty tie. And now these chocolate-covered orbs are emerging yes, from the baggy. There appears to be peanut butter yeah. in there. Oh, I God, can see I little. These. I can see sugar granules. Oh, no. Do not. Bite the whole thing. <laughs> I I've taken like I already had one of these before. I got an extra one to try them, and uh, oh, these from Julie's. You're gonna want to yeah. You're gonna want to just take one bite. Okay. Oh, I love these things. Mm. Okay. Mm. So you've each taken pretty small <laughs> bites. Do you see why I told you not yeah. to take the whole thing to the dome? The texture surprises me. Yes. There's a crunchiness a I very was not surprising. ready oh, yeah. for. That's just raw sugar. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those are just granules of white sugar in there. Crunching on mic just so you can but hear the crunch. It, they're chocolate ch- covered peanut butter balls. Yes. But inside the peanut butter mix is straight up raw sugar. Yep. Oh Gives God. it this crazy crunch. It goes along with like the kind of creaminess of the sugar. Yeah. I'm sorry, the creaminess of the peanut butter. It's like there's little wow. sugary crystals yeah. permeating the whole thing. Whenever I tried mine, I ate probably three fourths of it in one bite and Ooh. I was I was just like a You're dog. Stuck with it. Who <laughs> 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 had just eaten like some peanut butter. And boy, these are Ooh. out of everything we've had, all the decadence, these are so insanely rich. Rich. <laughs> They're like the most classic, decadent for sure. Like Christmas dessert, you know, like on the on the plate of all the things, yep. you know. Everybody's aunt or somebody makes a version of this. Yep, they were up there in the Julie's Chewy's case. What did they call unlabeled. them? Oh. Uh, I asked him what they were. I had already decided that I wanted to get some, <laughs> and he told me peanut butter balls, and I was oh. like, J- just thinking of my boy Andy over <laughs> here alone. I'm just like, thank you. He's gonna love it. Boy, the, those are something else. Uh, he said that he had somebody do a similar thing. Uh, I think they're a dollar and fifteen cents a piece. Like they're pretty, Ooh. pretty expensive little peanut butter balls, but definitely worth it. Uh, the man came in and ordered two dozens of them. <laughs> two Whoa. dozen just just by seeing them, dropping some cash. Yeah. So these kind of remind me of just more dessert anecdotes from Sarah J to you. Um, <laughs> There's this dessert that 
is one of the few things I know how to make and do make for family functions. And that it has the name, my brother's name is Daniel. So growing up, it was called Dan and Sarah's favorite dessert. Like (laughs) we'd enter like church cookbooks and this is, it was what we would call it. And it would be this, but as a bar. So the base is graham crackers and peanut peanut butter and powdered sugar, like all mixed together. You grind the graham crackers, lay that down and then put like the melted peanut butter and butter mixture on top. Or no, you mix it all together, put some extra, and then it's just like melted chocolate chips on top of that. Mm. So, oh, it's one of the best things. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, that Ooh. about wraps it up for Julie's Chewies. I guess it's time to go ahead and rate this place. A real non-traditional review, just yeah. trying every single cookie that the they offer. The most thorough review of all of we, we've, we've ever done. Yes, yeah. They do offer more things up at Julie's Chewies, and they kind of cycle out some seasonal things. I don't know if these peanut butter balls are available year-round, but go up there and get them while they are. Out of... Dance number, folks. <laughs> out of former homemade... God, I don't know. It's not easy. <laughs> Are you creating a new scale? What's, I'm, I'm missing we out. Do a new yeah. One every week. yeah, we do a new one every week. Okay, or okay. I should say Andy comes up with a new one every week. And I, I don't even consider it whenever writing <laughs> these Dan Simber episodes. How many Kentwood classics? Wow. How many Kentwood classics would you, Sarah Jenkins, our very special guest oh. for this week, rate it? Um, what's the top of the scale? One five. to five. Five still? Okay. Zero to five, I guess. Didn't know how you count a kid. Oh, classic. yeah. Uh, girl, I got to give it five. Yeah. This is, it, it's such a like distinctly Springfield thing from even, like I said, when I first got here, that purple box just fills you with joy knowing what, mm. what's yeah. about to happen. And I've never tried this many, maybe ever, certainly not at once. Why would and, you? Because so, <laughs> I'm depriving myself yeah. of joy. We've done it now. Um, but even in trying the bars, because I've never had those before. Um, that uh, The first one, that peanut butter chocolate. Ooh, something mwah. else. Uh, so yeah, five. If you've never had the Julie's Chewies, fix that. Yeah. They're on Glenstone across from that neighborhood market at, at Bennett, right? Yeah. yeah. And you still got there. some time before Christmas. Yeah. Get those orders oh, yeah. in. They you have a have great to... online ordering system and you can go in and pick it up. True. Or they're delivered twice daily yeah. every weekday to anywhere in no Springfield. No excuses. Yeah. Get them. Get into it. I'm also going number five. Yeah. Number five. I'm also going five out of five <laughs> Kimwood Classics for Julie's Julie's. <laughs> So, Chewies, Chewies. <laughs> Not to derail us with some Monbo number five talk, but <laughs> do you think Monica was mad after, like, you think that she was briefly, like, happy Just whenever she heard the song? Because he says a little bit of Monica, and then she must have, like, lit up and was like, oh, man, that's so sweet. And then he goes on, mm. and she's like, what the heck? I, there's no Sarah in that song, and it always bothered <laughs> yeah. me in middle school. Lou Bega. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, there's nothing else like it, uh, like you said, in Springfield. But I don't yeah. think I've had any cookies like this anywhere. It's and true. trust me, I've had a lot Andy's of cookies. Had some cookies. <laughs> I've had grandma's cookies. Mm-hmm. I've had mom's cookies. That's it. That's still a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had chips ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> five out of five Kimwood classics for Julie's Chewies for yeah. me. Yeah. It's awesome. Me too. Five out of five. Uh before Sarah requested this, this was already my favorite dessert in town easily. I, I love Julie's Chewies. I agree with her. Anytime you see that iconic purple box, I, I can't think of any more like 
immediately present Springfield iconography as far as food goes. True. Maybe a pineapple whip container sure. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I see that box and I am just so excited for whoever got it and really hoping that they got an extra in there <laughs> for Danny. <laughs> All right. Well, if that is all we have to say about Julie's Chewies, I'm going to go ahead and take the reins for just a please. second. I'll give them back to you in a moment no, since no, it is please, Dan Simber. But you did mention that, you know, people are getting their desserts ready for Christmas. Some people may be traveling for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever people, some people traveling out yonder Elden Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a place they might want to check out. We've got a, we got a special message going out to those people. Uh, this is a mid-roll ad is what we're Ooh, doing right here. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. This is from the, for the Ice Cream Factory in Elden, Missouri. We've got the scoop, Dan, on a new and quickly growing delicious dessert company. Tell me more. I I will. (laughs) Ice Cream Factory makes handmade premium ice cream locally. Based out of Eldon, Missouri, Ice Cream Factory makes all their ice cream in-house and has over 40 flavor options. That's a lot. So many ice cream flavors. That's eight more than Baskin Robbins. (laughs) Yeah. They also hand layer in every single ingredient to ensure each batch exceeds expectations. Uh Uh-huh. They have one retail location already open and another opening next spring. Currently, Ice Cream Factory is looking for stores in Springfield and surrounding areas that are interested in selling premium handmade ice cream to their customers. They offer 48-hour guaranteed fresh delivery. Landon Hoffman, who seems like a very nice person, by the way. It's a person with whom I've been communicating. Landon Hoffman is the sales rep for Southern Missouri. And if you are interested in free samples to see if your store is a good fit for their product, you can reach him at 417-430-8099. That's 417-430-8099. Or you can email him at Landon Hoffman at icecreamfactoryco.com. Man, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. If you want to increase your sales and add new customers to your shop, then contact Landon with Ice Cream Factory. Man, I bet Thank that ice cream would be real good on a big fat Julie's Chewy's cookie. Uh-huh. Mm. Those ice cream Sammies that have oh. a cookie on either side. Oh, you guys, get yeah. out of this here. partnership is meant to Sarah, be. Sarah, leave. Get, <laughs> get out the door. Bye. Give me my headphones and back. Hey, <laughs> if you want to take out an ad or send a message like that on our show, oh. you can get in contact with us. I feel like it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. We'll talk about the pricing and all that. All right. Well, we've just got one more segment here on the show today, and that is our fan favorite segment, Last Meals. Funny bit. So this is a little weird. Um, Sarah, of course, has already been on the show two times. Uh, so she's already participated in the last meals segment, just a real all timer. And I, of course, remember all the picks <laughs> <For sure>. uh, <laughs> of all of our guests and gotta say yours are the best, mm-hmm. but, uh, unfortunately Sarah can't participate in this one cause she's already done it. She can't just pick backups, uh-huh. but, uh, mm-hmm. uh, fortunately, Oh, we got ourselves a special guest here today to <gasps> do, right. to How do a, a very special last meal segment. Uh, why don't you go ahead and come on in here? Hey, y'all, it's me, Terrence <laughs> Howard, the baby. <laughs> Hi, Terrence. Oh, hey. Wow. Dan I, told me he was inviting Sarah Jenkins from the Mystery <laughs> Hour on the show. I'm a big I, fan, Sarah. I love Hustle and Flow. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a different baby. Yeah, Just we're, kidding. We're actually not related, but <laughs> my parents love Hustle and Flow okay. as well. I wasn't looking, so now I know clearly you're yeah. a different person. <laughs> it's hard out there for an M film. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. anyway, <laughs> Dan invited me here because... 
you know, he just likes to hang out with like random babies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty weird. It's his hey, demo. Whoa, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, I, I brought you here special, Terrence. We love you here. Mm. Oh, thank you. I'm a big fan of yours too, Dan. Oh, boy. Yeah. I love your stuff on the show. Oh, you love it? So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love it. <laughs> Terrence, uh, of course, Mayor Ken McClure, he, he knows that you're a little baby who can speak, and he's just freaked out by it, honestly. So, An abomination. Uh, yes, yeah, he does not like that one bit. Um, he is now instituting a punishment of a lifetime of unseasoned oatmeal on all of our guests. I believe, Sarah, whenever you were on, he was threatening punishment by death, mm-hmm. uh, but you narrowly escaped that, yeah, thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Nate was so lucky. He might be dead canonically. <laughs> yeah, don't recall. <laughs> But uh, Terrence, uh, you, you know, you you know you know the rules. I, I text them all to you. We got a drink, appetizer, entree, and dessert. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar. I'm a big fan, like I said, especially the dance stuff. <laughs> okay, Terrence. Well, uh, you know, why, why don't you lead us off with your drink? Well, first of all, I gotta say, as listeners know. I'm not a big fan of spices anyway, so this whole unseasoned oatmeal thing is kind of a twip for me. Like, I dig that stuff, you know? Like, it's it's really my bag. Okay, well, uh, that that's good to hear. We we, we don't. I, I wouldn't advocate for the punishment of a baby infant anyway. Wouldn't so advocate. I I, say, I would not advocate, and I would do not procrastinate. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) my drink, you know, there's really only one drink for me, an infant baby. You know, it's queamy, Uh, definitely local. I mean, so local that I think I'm the only one who gets to have any. Me and my brothers, that is. My my brothers... My brother's Twint and Darby. <laughs> Terrence Twint Darby. Yeah, I got it. That's our names. It's like the singer. <laughs> I like mine fresh and warm, personally, this drink. <laughs> I like it straight from the source. Yeah. It's creamy, as I said, milky, even. Uh, gotta be the hot chocolate at Mud House. So good. <laughs> So good and just oh man, I can't get enough of the stuff. Hey, great pick there, Terrence. Uh how about you hit us with your next one, the uh the uh app and uh maybe exercise a little more brevity. <laughs> <laughs> oh somebody got some place to be, got a big date, big man. Uh all right, moving right on. It's for the app. Can I cheat a little bit? No. No, just because you're a baby. You, you don't have get to, to break the rules. rules. You let the other guests cheat a little bit, though. I just want the peanut chicken tacos from the wheelhouse. I know they're not an app. Yeah, spice levels definitely for babies. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I never really eat them. They're just too spicy for me. <laughs> so sorry. Howard. Oops, looks like I stepped on a joke. No, no, it's okay. It's just that the wheelhouse reminds me of the wheels on the bus. <laughs> and what do they do? They go round and round. Yeah. I love that stuff. Can't get enough of it. All right, Terrence, why don't, why don't you go ahead and how about your entree? Oh, 
This one was pretty easy to me. It's got to be the canned split pea soup from Price Cutter. <laughs> Cold, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Don't want to burn yeah. my little baby mouth. <laughs> All right, Terrence. Uh, how about the dessert? Oh, you guys familiar with T-Ball and Bites? Sure are. Oh, I love T-Ball and Bites. I like to go up there, sit down on a nice uh, patio out there, and order a large water, no ice with women. (laughs) No ice with women? No, women. (laughs) I can't say it right. You shouldn't make fun of the way I speak, Andy. I just misheard you. Yeah. The women makes my little face scrunch up. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Terrence. Anything else? Oh, not much. I guess I just wanted to say happy holidays to all of you, Sarah Jenkins, Andy Carr, Dan Howell. I I really love the show. And uh, I, I just love being here. And I wish I could come back every week. Stop on by. Yeah, yeah, you can. You totally can. You could call in to our phone line. We will play anything anyone uh, sends to our phone line. Oh. I don't use phones, Andy. <laughs> I don't believe in this stuff. All those battery signals going straight into your freaking brain. Well, if you your change your mind, the number is 417-501-6287. That's 501-6287. I wouldn't change my mind on something like that. We will play... Anything anyone leaves in our voicemail box. Absolutely anything. And I also uh, parsed that out, Andy. 6287 oats on your (laughs) dial pad. So 501 oats. Appropriate for a cookie day. Wow, Terrence. What a guy. What a baby. Yeah. Thanks for saying so. I really appreciate it, Sarah. You want some women bar? We have a whole bunch left. (laughs) Oh, no. Too sweet for me. Sweet is spicy to my little baby tongue. <laughs> Buy baby spice now. Available in stores everywhere. Your exclusive de-spicing product here oh, from yeah. Terrence Howard. Feature on Spring Food Mo. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye, Terrence. And he's gone. He's <laughs> uh, a quick baby. That one had an ending. It's good. It really did, didn't it? <laughs> Boy, last week of Dan Simber. Sarah Jenkins mm. from the Mystery Hour. What a Dan Simber it's been. Oh, Anything quite. exciting going on? Anything you want to point people towards, Sarah? Uh, yeah. Okay. So this will air is still in December? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, fast. Okay. Coming up quick. So uh, we have this like holiday crowdfunding project we're Ooh, doing oh, yeah, yeah. for the show. Uh, it's called the Great Ozarks Forgiveathon. Oh, mysteryhour.com slash forgiveathon, all one word. And what we're doing is we're working with this organization called RIP Medical Debt, mm. and they are a nonprofit. There's like a 20 minute John Oliver segment if you want to really dive in and understand more about the situation. Sure. But like. Most things in America, medical debt's a big old mess. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're in the middle of a healthcare crisis. Yeah, and um, often how it works is hospital systems will sell off debt that hasn't and won't be paid mm-hmm. um, for very low rates, and they'll write it off. So it's kind of like the hospital moves on from sure. it, um, and it's often purchased by uh, creditors who will then go after the people mm-hmm. who owe, charge them more interest, and harass them. And Missouri is one of the states where there's actually no regulation. Yep. Um, to prevent people from doing this. Mm-hmm. So 
gross. Very, um, yeah, yeah, cool things. Yeah, very cool <laughs> things. I know your governor's a big friend of the show, <laughs> so maybe he'll do governor? something about that. Uh, it's actually the <clears throat> mayor, Ken McClure, not Governor that. Mike Parsons, but... Uh, Boy, would we love to have him on the show. Kidding. Yeah, he should be. Uh, anyway, sorry. Huge digression. No, please. <laughs> Let me cut that out. Um, but uh, this organization, what they do is they purchase that same debt that the creditors might buy. And instead of trying to go after the people, they just zero it out and forgive it. Yeah. So, wow. And it's for anyone who's like two times below the poverty line or um, nearing bankruptcy because of it. And so it's really people who need help and aren't going to be able to, to get past this debt otherwise. So uh, we're working with them and it's 20 counties here in the Ozarks and it's going to be $2.7 million worth of debt Whoa. that if we can raise 27000 by the end of December we'll be able to erase that for these people. Yeah. That is wild. That is exciting. insane. And if you yeah. raise more than that, you can erase even more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it, it's a really interesting organization. You can look into it, that they're doing this all over the country and really trying to, to help people. The two founders actually used to work in finance and, and were credit and were debt collectors and they figured out, Hey, we could just use this power yeah. for good yeah. <laughs> instead. That's incredible. And, uh, I'll just chime in here on this because uh, I am in the process of incurring a massive amount of medical debt, mm-hmm. as our listeners know. And um, I'm not going to have trouble paying for it. It's going to be a process of probably like five to ten years sure. because I'm a person with a career and a decent job. But uh, I can't imagine what I would do. Like, I don't have a family or anything like that to take care of, and it's still going to take me forever to pay it off. Yeah. So yeah. It's easy to see how quickly it can mess up people's lives. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's awful. So mm-hmm. help if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive a thon. Mystery hour. Uh, and then we will have a couple shows coming up in the spring. January 18th and February 8th are our first tapings of the year. So, you know, come see us. You know who the, the guests Gilloys. are going to be yet? I don't. Ooh. But we're always, you know, look at, looking at, at good people. Wow. We just had George Basil, who's on yeah. um, Crashing in Silicon Valley. So funny. Very, very fun. Such a cool dude. dude. You yeah. just had Kenny DeForest, who will be uh, our guest in two weeks. He that was we awesome. Are yeah. yeah. I was at that show. I was at that taping. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Big stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. local guy now in New York, now in LA. Oh, yeah, New York. Yeah. yeah. I made the same mistake when he was <laughs> Just here in recently studio. moved. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. This oh, is thank so you fun. so much for coming. I, I'm Anytime. so glad that we got to close out the proper portion of Dan Simber here with Sarah Jenkins, yeah. my favorite spring oh. food mode guest. And there's really only one thing to do, and that's uh that's go ahead and hit it with the drop. <laughs> Lakewood means rewind, a gunshot means forward. Oh. You requested it, so we rewind. Boy, I'm going to miss yeah. this. This time that we Man. all get to spend together. Listeners the aren't. They still get to hear it like three or four more times. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky them. <laughs> Look, I got friends, got a lot of friends, got a lot of friends, got a lot of friends. I got friends, got a lot of friends, got a lot of friends, got a lot of How did you get Millie Bobby Brown's number? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. And okay. for the last okay. week of Dancifer, that's been Spring Food Mo. <laughs> bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support dot springfoodpod.com thanks for the money <laughs> spring food media <laughs>